Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Hey, everybody. Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here today. Um, Man, uh, two things before we jump in. Number one, yesterday was my wife's birthday, and we had an amazing day together. Um, Where I'm living, we're still locked down. I know a lot of you guys are listening in places where uh, you have a lot more of a normal life, but we're still locked down here, and so this is our second, um, yeah, well, both of us celebrated our second birthdays uh, with very, very strong restrictions, not a lot to do. So, uh, we had a lot of fun and it was a really cool day and I'm, yeah, I'm still reeling a little bit from it. It was just fun, fun to see the look on my wife's face with some of the little gifts and surprises that I had organized for her. Uh, that was a good time. Uh, secondly, you guys know, if you've listened for a little bit that I live in a very high uh, nature area. I'm like a 30 second walk from the beach. I have this conservation area that's uh, probably a minute walk away. Um, And there's just, uh, there's lots of like wildlife and nature and whatever where I live. And what that means is that in the spring, when there's like pollen galore, I am super sniffly and um, have a, a decent case of allergies. So I took some reacting. Uh, I think it's still kicking in, but I apologize if my voice is coming across a little bit stuffy today. That is the reason why. Anyway, uh, I want to jump into a really, really important question. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why this is important because we're, we're talking today about how long does it take for a guy to fully recover from pornography. Um, if, if you've had a, an addiction of any kind, you'll know that um, it, it does not happen overnight. Uh, that's for darn sure. Um, now, it doesn't mean that it takes forever. And I'm always a little bit hesitant to even answer questions like this because I think sometimes information can actually... Uh, it, it can be counterproductive in the sense that, you know, I might, I'm going to tell you a time frame. I will actually give you a specific time frame in the episode today. Um, but of course, there's going to be people who, who can get free more quickly than uh, the time that I'm going to say. You know, the time frames are obviously, they're sort of averages, they're, they're general patterns, not a guarantee. And, um, and I would hate for somebody to reduce their standard or their expectation of what God can do in their life and what they can accomplish just because they, uh, you know, were given a specific timeline. So that's why I'm always a little bit hesitant. But on the flip side, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about just how long it really does take to get free. Um, you know, the, the, the difficult thing about anything that's done online today, like most of, uh, most porn recovery coaches are, uh, are offering, you know, online services, uh, products, programs, coaching, group coaching, um, you know, and, and with that, with anything that you're trying to convince people to, you know, sign up for, to do something with you, uh, you have to do some marketing. And sometimes marketing just paints a, a, not a fully accurate picture of the, of the realities of uh, recovering from porn addiction. So I, I thought it'd be important to just set the record straight because I obviously do some marketing as well. 
Uh, I try to be really honest and transparent in the marketing. I don't like gimmicky things, but I am very convinced in what I do. And so that is why I market because I do believe it can really help people. It can change people's families. It can change the course of their family history. And um, and it can really make a difference in this world. So I, I do marketing for that reason. Um, but I never want to create the illusion that, you know, it's like, yeah, just do my program. And, you know, in, in two weeks, you're going to be a new man or, you know, uh, in six months, you'll never think about porn again. Um, it's just really hard to make those claims. There's other areas where you can kind of um, market those things a little bit. Um, but porn recovery is very unique to the individual. Uh, I really believe my system uh, works and I believe that if you apply it wholeheartedly, you'll get the results that you want. I, I don't even have a question about that. Uh, but as for the time frame, I never really want to sell it like, oh yeah, it's just a, it's just X, X a number of months or weeks or years or whatever and you'll be good to go. It's, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, I wanted to mention one other thing as well, just before uh, we kind of answer, answer the question a bit more directly. Um, and it would simply be this. Uh, the, the mistake that people make is to think that, okay, if I go, let's say I, I have this daily struggle with pornography. Okay, I, I watch every day. And then, you know, I, I start to get some momentum going for one reason or another. And as the momentum gathers, I've, I've now gone a few weeks. And we tell ourselves, I'm free. Like, I'm free. I made it. This is amazing. I've never gone this long. And if I can go this long, like, we're talking, like, like 21x results here. Like, it was daily. I've gone three weeks now. I've gone 21 days without it. Um, th- this is, something's changed. I'm, I'm different. God did a work. I am free. So let's just get something straight. Being free doesn't just mean that you don't watch pornography. Being free means that you have the power of choice. It means that you are in control of your temptations, urges, and thoughts. It, it, it doesn't mean that you, you're never tempted. It doesn't mean that you never think those kinds of thoughts or have those kinds of desires. What it actually means is that when you have them, you're able to resist. You, you have the, the wherewithal, the frame of mind, the, the strength of man to resist, to choose something better. That is freedom. Freedom is not just a streak. Some guys go free for months, maybe even years, but they're uh, not actually free. They really just had a very long streak, a lot of willpower, and the right set of conditions in their environment to facilitate that kind of long-term behavioral change. And it should still be celebrated because uh, it, it is it's still an accomplishment and it's still much better than having a struggle with pornography. But for our purposes, when I'm answering this question, you know, how long does it take to get free? I'm not talking about like, how long does it take before you can start having long streaks of not watching porn? I'm talking about how long does it take for you to have such control over your inner life that you can resist the temptations to watch porn, the resist the temptations to lust, resist those tendencies so much so that, that pornography and, and fornication and any other kind of sexual misbehavior or sexual sin is not a part of your life consistently. That's what I'm answering today. That's what I'm talking about. And you're going to see why that part of it is so important as I answer the question. So are you ready for it? All right, the question is, how long does it take to fully recover from a porn addiction? Okay, ready? The answer, this is a classic uh, therapist, psychotherapy kind of answer. The answer is, 
And I promised I would give you a length of time. So I'm not copping out. Don't worry. I'm going to give you a length of time. The answer is two to five years. Two to five years. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's, that's the best, most accurate answer that I've been able to find. So you might hear that and say, oh my gosh, two to five years. Sathya, you're telling me a minimum of two years before I get free of pornography. Are you kidding me? Like, bro, I'm going to go find somebody else who can promise this way quicker. There's got to be something quicker out there. Um, and maybe uh, maybe you're on the other side and you think like, okay, well, what if... Um, I don't know, how do I know I'm going to fall into that range? What if it takes me longer? You know, um, how do you know? What do I have to do to make sure I'm in the two to five window? Um, we're going to break all that stuff down. It's, it's really, uh, it's quite simple. I'm going to use my own story as an example, because again, I just think I find stories and, and personal, like real life stories can be really insightful into the recovery journey for other guys. So let's just talk about this a little bit. Um, why does it take two to five years? Well, okay, for starters, I'm going to assume that anybody who's asking this has struggled with porn for at least five years, okay? Um, the people that I work with are usually struggling for at least 10. It's more like 15, 20, and further than that, okay? So we're talking like very significant period of time that this struggle has been in in their life. You know, um, some seasons are probably uh, high usage and some are lower usage, but regardless, it's been around for a long time, long enough that you cannot just reverse patterns. You, you, they don't happen overnight. That your brain can be rewired, and it doesn't matter if you're eight or if you're eighty. Your brain can be rewired, but you have to put in the time, you have to put in the work, and you have to actually do it correctly to get the results you want. So that that just doesn't happen overnight. We we can't just uh, flip a switch and suddenly our brains think differently. But it can be done, and that's the point. Now, why does it take at least two years? The main reason is because number one, you have all these patterns developed that you need to break down, dismantle, um, and then you have all these new patterns that you need to form, and and that that does take time. And what accelerates it, there's really, there's three things that are going to accelerate that process. Coaching, information, and community. So when you have people, well, let me go, let me start first with coaching. If a coach will always expedite the process, it doesn't matter what it is, finances, physical health, um, mental health, whatever it is, having somebody who is a trained expert is going to expedite your process. They're, they're going to they're gonna get you there faster because you have that accountability. You're getting advice. You're getting rapid feedback and quick course correction. So uh, yeah, a coach is really going to help that process. And it'll definitely keep it closer to the two period, uh, pardon me, the two year uh, period. Um, information is really helpful as well. If you have somebody who coaches you, but they don't actually have the correct information, they are, um, they're going to do more harm than good. They, they'll still help you, actually. They'll still motivate you, but they're not going to be able to get you the full results. So that's why uh, courses are really valuable. Uh, that's why I think books are really valuable. That's why podcasts are really valuable because you can get high-quality information, and if you apply it correctly uh, with the guidance of a coach or someone like that, then you have a really good shot at, uh, at expediting your recovery process and really keeping it around the two-year mark. And uh, the last thing I would say is community. And that's a huge part of it as well. 
I don't know who the guru was that coined this phrase first, uh, but it's very popular now. Um, and it is simply that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. You and your life are the, are the sum of the five people that you spend most of your time with. So um, the idea here is that we are very social creatures and we are influenced by our surroundings and not just our surroundings from an environment perspective, but specifically the people, the people we spend time with, their, their thinking and their values and their, uh, the things they appreciate, the things they don't, they, those things all kind of rub off on us as we spend time around them. Much of it is subconscious. It, it, we don't even notice it, yet it is happening on a regular basis. And so when you're in a community of guys who are pursuing freedom together, it's the same thing. You, you just you pick things up that you wouldn't if you were doing it on your own. And so it, it, it expedites and it furthers your, your recovery process. Um, our group coaching programs are, uh, are open door. They, they're a revolving door. And so what that means is that on a group coaching call, not everybody's at the same place in the program. And we, we do that very intentionally because we want the people who are further behind in the course to see the people that are ahead and to have a, a target or a role model that they can aim for, something they can reach for. Wow, look at this guy. He's, he's gone a, a couple of weeks or he's gone a few months or this guy's he's encroaching on a year. And that, that's amazing. And, and it, it kind of it gives you something to aim towards. And it, it's the sort of uh, it's the power of social influence. And similarly, it means that as as the man develops and as he experiences more freedom, he is able to inspire and advise the people that are further behind him. And so it, it kind of creates this nice uh, give and take a bit of an ebb and flow. And um, and it really all hinges on this simple concept of community and community really making a difference in people's lives and really expediting the process. Um, now, in my own journey, uh, this was exactly the case. So I started to get more informed. Um, I, I spent a couple grand on, um, on a program that was all about healing of the heart. And I started to learn how you actually do this and how you do it well. And that was really, really helpful for me. Uh, but what I loved about this program was that it also had, um, they, they called them uh, small group leaders. So it had people that actually guided you through the content you were learning, held you accountable. They would actually read through your journals and make sure that, that you were kind of on the right track and that you were progressing. Um, they were really, really thorough, very in-depth. And I, I was very grateful for that program um, and community. And so in that program, I had community. Uh, but then what I started to cultivate with more time was uh, was surrounding myself with other people who were pursuing freedom and other people that had gotten free. Now, uh, the first time that I got free of porn, okay, quote unquote, because obviously if there's a first time, that means there's other times and it means that the first time I wasn't actually free. But the first time I got free, I went about six months without looking at porn, uh, maybe even a little bit longer, it might have been more like eight. And I don't know exactly what happened. Um, there, there wasn't some horrible incident. Uh, there wasn't some triggering moment. Um, it was actually just a regular, uh, it was a regular day and it was a regular set of events and circumstances. Um, but one day I just decided that I was going to relieve myself. 
And, um, and so there was no porn involved, but it was kind of like, uh, you know, just a, a quick little slip back into uh, my old patterns after eight months of being free. And um, it really just opened the door wide, like wide, wide open again. And so I was kind of back into the struggle. I was back to my usual patterns uh, a couple times a week and then um, maybe approaching daily for a while there. And um, all it revealed was that I had healed in a lot of areas of my heart. I had made some great progress and uh, there was still some work to be done. And this is often what happens. Um, you will see guys who, who experience uh, longevity in their freedom. Uh, they'll go a long time um, and then something kind of... Um, you know, something draws them back or, or they, for some reason, slip one way or another. And the conclusion most of them draw is, oh, I was never free. Um, I'm not like I didn't make as much progress as I thought I had made. I'm a failure. None of this is working, whatever, whatever. I knew, I don't know why, but I just knew, and this is probably um, a tribute to the, you know, the coaching and some of the guidance that I got along the way. But I knew that this was, uh, this was simply revealing areas I hadn't addressed. In other words, I, I knew that all the other work I had done up until this point was legit. I knew that it, it, was, it was for real. But I knew that there were clearly other areas that I still had to address. And, and I saw my slip and my relapse as an opportunity. So that took time. It honestly probably took me another year where I was kind of, ah, you know, I, was, I wasn't struggling nearly as bad as I had before, but I, I couldn't get back to that place again, you know? And, um, and so it was back and forth. And, um, and I actually remember that in that time frame, I had uh, months, I had months of freedom, but then I would relapse and I would kind of binge purge. And um, it wasn't, it just wasn't good. It wasn't, it wasn't a good scenario. And I knew that, um, I knew that it was a bit of a fight to kind of uh, heal in this next area of my life. So I was working at it, working at it, and then I had another really long period of freedom. And that was probably about, uh, this would have been closer to eight or 10 months. So, um, so we had, yeah, so we had about six to eight months before, um, and then about a year that was kind of, uh, you know, on and off, a little bit of give and take, um, making some progress, but still trying to figure it out. And then boom, another, uh, another good bout of freedom, you know, like another eight to 10 months. Um, so this is like, we're talking now like about two years here where I'm like, it's concentrated effort. Um, and after that eight to 10 month period, I had another relapse. And, um, and this one was, was probably the best gift I could have received because I think when I hit about the nine, 10 month mark, I just remember feeling really confident and feeling like I had figured it out. And to relapse again was really humbling. And it, it exposed a, um, a couple areas that I sort of knew I had to address uh, some, some wounds from my past. Um, but I, I had kind of put them off, you know, for a long time. And this was like the kick in the butt of that I needed to be like, okay, you know what, I, I, I didn't even think that if I dealt with this, then maybe it would actually help me in my struggle with pornography. So I bit the bullet, uh, I went and got some more professional help. This was more of like uh, seeing a specialist kind of one on one. 
they were amazing. Um, and I didn't see them a lot. I think maybe a couple of sessions, uh, but I got exactly what I needed. And um, now granted, when, from when I relapsed, so I went the eight to 10 months of, uh, of you know, not looking at porn, not masturbating, relapsed for a few weeks before I actually reached out and got some help. It might have even been one or two months. Uh, some of the details here, you can see they're a little bit uh, blurry, but that's, that's kind of the idea. And um, after, after whatever it was, one to two months, had a couple sessions. And, uh, and I still remember kind of the, that final session, I knew something had changed. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it was, but I walked out feeling different. And, and I really, um, I looked at porn uh, two more times, I think after that, both times, it was like, I'm, I was very aware, I was just doing it out of habit, uh, not out of any kind of desire, and certainly not out of any kind of necessity. And, um, and that, that took me to February 2016, which was the last time I looked. And so the, the, the journey for me took time, you know, it took, uh, that's probably about three years. And that's concentrated effort. And before those three years, there were probably another two years where I kind of dabbled with some solutions here or there, you know, I tried a, a little internet filter here, a little accountability partner program there, read a book here, taking a sermon there, that kind of thing. Um, but three years of concentrated effort. Now, I, I did parts of that effort alone, and that would be my biggest regret. And it's why I do think that most guys, even if you've struggled for multiple decades, most guys can probably recover close to two years. Again, it's not something I can promise, but you can definitely, uh, you can definitely get pretty close there. Again, if you have some of those pillars in place, if you have a coach or you have an expert guiding you, if you have quality content and information, and if you have the social support and, and the community that is required to really keep you on track and to stay the course. Um, so that is my, uh, that's my two cents. It takes about two to five years. Uh, the reason this is a common thing you hear in um, therapy and psychotherapy and again, it depends on the nature of the issue, but the more severe an issue is, um, like when you're dealing with trauma, um, complex PTSD, those kinds of things, uh, usually they'll say it's two to five years. And uh, that's assuming that you're regularly getting therapy and, and the help that you need. So uh, very, very interesting. Um, I'd love to hear your comments. And I, I really do want to encourage you, like, even though it takes two years, even in my own journey, like, I mean, we're still talking about some major, major progress in those two years. It's not like it's two years of misery and you're just trudging and there's no no breakthroughs, no rewards, and then suddenly things change. It's like, no, you, you make great progress. Uh, you have all kinds of things happen along the way and you have great moments, moments of, of incredible breakthrough and freedom and healing. And then, of course, sometimes they're just offset by, by some of the deficiencies or some of the unaddressed areas. And when they present themselves, those are not, they're not setbacks. They are opportunities to, to address those areas, get them resolved, and to then inch closer and closer to permanent freedom. And you do get there. You, you do get there. It does happen. I see it happen all the time. And I know it can happen in your life as well. And I just want to encourage you. You know, you, you might be a couple months in. Maybe you're a couple years into your recovery journey. Maybe you're just getting started. Uh, but wherever you are, 
you can do this. I know that you can do it. And I know that if you especially get an expert, if you get good content, and if you get the social support that you need, I can guarantee that you will that you will get there, that you will experience recovery from pornography and that you'll stay free. But you have to do it the right way. You got to get those three things in place. If you even try to do it with just two of them, um, I, I can't ensure anything for you. Actually, I can't I can't even promise that it would take maybe more like five years. I, I don't know that you would ever get long term freedom without those three things in your life. Um. The last thing I'll leave you with is uh, if you're dabbling, um, the biggest encouragement I would give you is to not. <laughs> I would just say take a big leap, go two feet in and watch what happens and just stay immersed. That's the key is to just be consistent, stay immersed, have people to propel you to those high moments and to coach you and guide you through the low ones. And it's just it's just incredible. So. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. I hope this has helped you. I hope this gives you a little bit of a framework. And like I said, I don't get super attached to these, uh, but it is helpful for people to know that, yeah, it's probably going to take more than a couple weeks and even a couple months for you to really get those long-term results. But a lot can still happen in a couple weeks and a couple months. And there's no reason you can't have lots of victories and breakthroughs along the way that eventually lead you to the ultimate victory, the ultimate breakthrough. Uh, I hope you have an amazing day. And uh, if you have a little bit of time, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating uh, or a review on your podcast platform. And lastly, I do have a website where you can find out more about what I do. Uh, If you're interested in some of our programs, you can take a look. The program is called Deep Clean. We have three different versions of it. I would love to to hear from you. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram as well. Uh, I respond to direct messages there pretty much daily. I'm pretty pretty quick. Uh, But thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.